Hi, I'm Dr. Bisal Gawali. I'm an MD, PhD, specialist in medical oncology. I did my training from Nagoya University, Japan. And uh, my field of interest is global oncology, cancer economics, and cancer policy. So today I'm going to talk about an editorial I wrote for Oncotarget. And the topic of the editorial is cancer drugs in low and middle income countries, cheap but unaffordable. Now this paper, uh, this editorial focuses on a recent paper in Oncotarget produced, published by my colleague and uh, friend, uh, Daniel Goldstein from Israel. So he published a very important paper showing that there were differences in cancer drug prices throughout the world, which we all knew before, but he gave us a quantification of that differences. And uh, this was a very important study because he included countries from across the world, uh, both high and low income countries. And he showed that there were fluctuations in the prices of cancer drugs throughout the world, but he also showed that there were differences in affordability. Usually when we talk about drug prices, we only talk about uh, the, the cost of the drugs, but affordability is a, is a different attribute to cancer economics because you can have some very high value drugs, very effective drugs, but still they can be unaffordable. Until now, the discussion has always revolved around the value of cancer drugs, how much benefit we receive for the price we pay. But even if you have a very high value drug such as uh, Herceptin for breast cancer, it can still be unaffordable for many patients living in low and middle income countries. And that's exactly what uh, this paper by Polistin et al. showed. For example, they showed that cancer drug prices were cheapest in India, but they were the least affordable in India. So despite having cheaper drug prices, in people, patients living in low and middle, low and middle income countries cannot afford the cancer in the newer cancer drugs. So this is a landmark study in that sense. And uh, this helps us in making further policies about uh, how to make cancer drugs available to all patients globally. And my expertise or my interest of research is on cancer, cancer policy and global oncology. So previously, I have written about how can we make cancer drugs more affordable and available to patients living in low and middle income countries. So one such step is the WHO EML list, which we call the essential medicine list. And uh, the WHO EML is basically a document which contains the list of essential medications that every government should make available to its patients. And so recently we had additions of drugs like trastuzumab and rituximab in the WHO EML list. And this and, and imatinib. So this was a very uh, important step. So the next step is to ensure that they remain affordable and accessible. Similarly, another important point is uh, to be very careful about the highly effective cancer drugs versus moderately or minimally effective cancer drugs, because recently we have seen a slurs of many cancer drugs that are of low value that provide very marginal benefit, but they cost a lot. So these cancer drugs are a particular challenge uh, for every government, but especially low and middle income countries should be very much careful not to spend a lot of resources on, the, on purchasing these low value drugs, but they should focus more on what I call cancer ground shot, which means uh, measures that we already know 
work and uh, don't involve such high, uh, exp highly expensive drugs. For example, many low and middle income countries still don't have good surgeries or radiotherapy services for early stage cancers or preventive services against cancer. And uh, these services, if available, will cure a lot of cancers, will prevent a lot of cancers, and they can be very, very cost effective as well as effective uh, for patients living in, in those countries. So for, in my editorial, I give an example of cervical cancer. So uh, there are two aspects of looking at management of can cervical cancer. One is about the affordability of bevacizumab for advanced cervical cancer. But that would not be a reasonable strategy for a low and middle income countries because low and middle income countries should focus rather on HPV vaccination, uh, tobacco cessation campaigns so that there are no longer cases of advanced cervical cancer. So this approach is what I refer to as cancer ground sort project. And I have written uh, some uh, papers about this and I have uh, talked about this in various conferences. So we need to be focusing on these type of strategies that are very helpful and easily aff affordable and, and available to every patient throughout the globe. And regarding cancer drugs, we need to differentiate between those cancer drugs which are very much effective, such as imatinib or trastuzumab, which are really game-changing drugs, versus drugs such as ramusirumab, let's say, which, which provide very marginal incremental gains. So low- and middle-income countries should prioritize these highly effective cancer drugs, and they should limit their spending on these low um, uh, or minimally effective cancer drugs. Uh, so it is uh, basically a question of spending wisely the limited resources the cancer uh, that the low and middle income countries have. Uh, so uh, in conclusion, uh, in my editorial, I talk about uh, this important Goldstein et al.'s paper where they show that uh, the cancer drug prices and affordability don't go hand in hand because we have heard a lot of concerns throughout the world about, for example, many, many uh, patients in high income countries sometimes complain that cancer drug prices are very cheap in, in countries like India. So we also have some debate about whether to import drugs from these cheaper regions to expensive countries. Uh, but uh, one thing to keep in mind is, although the cancer drug prices are cheaper, they're still beyond affordability for people living in those countries. So they are cheaper, but they are still unaffordable for patients living in low and middle income countries. So. How to address these? We need to change our policies. I talked about WHO EMA list. That is an important step forward. Uh, and based on similar list, we need to prioritize highly effective drugs that should be available to everyone. And how to reduce the cost of those drugs should be our first step. And uh, we should not be spending our resources on, on minimally effective but expensive drugs. And we need to rather uh, spend that funds for making, for example, surgery or pathology or radiotherapy services that provide us very high value in terms of cancer care. <laughs>